This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome back to the WOMED and happy Monday. I have a question. Anyone know if they're still making double mint commercials? Am I aging myself with that one? Because I have double the nurses for you this week. I'm speaking with Sarah and Jenna Garces. They are sisters, they are twins, and they are both nurses. I've been wanting to share their journey for a while, specifically because they both went the Navy nurse route. I hope you're excited for Battleship Girl Power. All right, I wanted to shout out a few things for NDE this week. I just wanted to say a major thank you to docs like Dr. Bellardo and Dr. Khan, who can read studies without going cross-eyed and have the ability to deliver research in a palatable way on vaccines and COVID because my brain just doesn't process things that way. And they do such a great job on their social media platforms of delivering facts. Secondly, many of you docs, nurses, pharmacists, CNAs, PAs, social workers, PTOTs have not had a break. Many are saying we're in this second wave of this COVID thing. And I'm like, do you mean the third wave? Or is it just one continuous monsoon or no, that's a tsunami at this point. Because my friends just haven't had a break. There's still shortages on PPE. And you've had to learn and cope and continue to bust your ass while dumbasses refuse to wear masks. I just want you guys to know that I see you. I see your bruised faces. I see your mask irritation. And I see your exhaustion. I see you. I love you. And I thank you for whatever that is worth. Sarah, Jenna, welcome to the WOMED. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thank you for having us. We're so excited. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to catching up with you guys. So for those of you listening in, Sarah and Jenna are both nurses and they are twins. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So after saying that, I feel like the first question on everyone's mind would be, have you ever showed up to each other's nursing shifts? No, I wish we could. I literally, <laughs> I think that would be a never because I, I, Jenna is a labor, well, was a labor nurse. So if I ever show up to a shift, I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just know PD patients and babies. And then Jenna, if she showed up to the peds ward, I just think it would be all badness. She'd be like, um, what are you talking about? I don't see children. I can't. I like the screaming. Oh my goodness. I mean, screaming, screaming women is different than screaming children. So yeah, I think we're pretty happy with where we were. Oh, I love it. Okay. So Jenna, why don't you tell me a little bit about where you work? Like my sister just said, I just got out of the Navy recently and I was an L&D nurse over in Virginia. And then I just moved back to San Diego, um, our hometown. And now I'm working as an aesthetic nurse in a medical spa. So we get to talk about that then. I know. So much fun. (laughs) I love it. Sarah, tell me a little bit about Beheads, please. 
so I started out in peds. I'm going on year four of being in the pediatric specialty and I love it. It's my first choice and I am probably going to stick around in peds for a little while longer, but the end goal is aesthetics as well. So we will, I'm so excited to hear your take on it. (laughs) Well, awesome. You guys should just open up your own clinic together and get a medical director. That is our dream. That is like our end goal. It's so funny you said that. And we say it very nonchalantly, like, oh, like, what do you do? You wanna, what, what do you want to do eventually? And we're like, oh, we're going to open up our own med spa together. And like, we say it so casually, but we actually mean it. So maybe <laughs> one day. Oh, I, I feel it. That's happening. You guys are going to make that happen. <laughs> and then I'll have you back on to discuss. Yes what it's like trying to open up your own business as nurses. Oh my goodness. That'd be so amazing. (laughs) So I'm curious, are you guys the first nurses in your family or is anyone else kind of in medicine? So our mom, she's been a NICU nurse for 30 years now. So, and I know you were a NICU nurse. Yes. Yes. Um, That is what both really inspired us to become nurses. And I'm sure you can relate because growing up, we would receive like Christmas cards from all these families I didn't know. Aww. And they were like grown kids. And she's like, till this day, they will always remember having my mom as a nurse. So I always thought that was super inspirational and so amazing. I, I can never do what you guys do. So yeah, she's been a big influence on us. Definitely. I can never do NICU. It's so difficult, but she definitely inspired us. I think our like willingness to serve and like care for others that definitely stem from our mom. But yeah, I don't know how you guys do it because NICU is a hard specialty. Well, I I would agree. NICU is very difficult. <laughs> but by the same token, if I were to get floated to L&D or even newborn, I'm like, I don't know what to do with a healthy baby. Like... <laughs> Because all your yes. yeah, oh. or there was another hospital I used to work at that was like you could possibly get floated to postpartum, and I'm like, oh, I haven't checked a fundus in <laughs> um seven or eight years, so um please don't do that to me. Like I don't know what I'm checking for. I don't know if it's boggy or not. <laughs> like, you're like I have no idea. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know. I'd be like just. Everyone's so funny about that. I was like, just rub it vigorously. And then the mom's like screaming and I'm like, it's good for you. (laughs) (laughs) But by the same token, if I were ever floated up to the PICU, I would be like, um, okay, so I have some patients that can talk back to me or you can bite me. And I'm not used to this. No, Mm -hmm. no. It's so strange getting thrown out of your element like that. Which is so funny because I feel like people who aren't around healthcare workers, they think it's one and the same. Like, oh, so you work with newborns or you work with preemies. I'm like, I don't. I work with peds patients. It's different. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So different. And I only had them when they were like up to a couple hours old. And I'm like, okay, postpartum, NICU. 
here you go. <laughs> One day, Jenna, actually, she was delivering a mom. And it was so funny because our census was low. And in Navy medicine, they're all about cross-training, having you go to all the different specialties. So they're like, oh, Sarah, do you want to go over to labor? And then the charge nurse put me on Jenna's team. So we were both in the room. And I was like, I'll stay here by the bassinet when the baby comes out. And Jenna will do like all the delivery thingies that labor nurses do. And the mom <laughs> thought it was the funniest thing ever she loved having us like both there she's like they're nurses and twins and we're like yes we got all the bases covered we got Not you <laughs> yeah I was like you can have the baby you get the baby I'll I'll stay up here um yeah with the funness <laughs> repairs I'm good I'm good yeah no I always say it's a bad day when I have to really get involved with a baby I remember the one time I had to do NRP I was like terrified and I'm sure you're pretty you know familiar with that oh like, yeah where's NICU <laughs> like we need the NICU team here like now like still page them <laughs> I just remember looking at the baby with like blue and I was like this is this is it this is what they're talking about <laughs> yeah yeah what's been what's been your craziest experience as an L&D nurse and how do you interact with your NICU team you guys have like a good relationship Oh, yes. I love NICU. I, they're so incredible. And especially when we have a complicated delivery and you have to be focused on the mom, it's so Mm -hmm. great to have there. Sometimes, um, you know, we don't expect it to be complicated for the baby as well. So that's when it gets kind of crazy. But yeah, love our NICU. I would interact with them every day. But my crazy experience is I remember I came on to shift and it was just one of those days I was like, okay, I need a little more coffee to wake up. Gave me an orientee. She was so sweet, but you know, it's like, I wasn't really in the mood <laughs> to yeah. talk like, yeah. at that point. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, like I love to train, but I was not mentally there. And so I walk into my room to assess my patient and she looks really uncomfortable and then I was just going to look at her pads, change her. And all of a sudden I see head coming out. And then oh. I was like, I was like, oh my goodness. And I was like, and then I see ears and I look at the orange and I was like, go get the doctors. <laughs> and we were at the very last room in down the hall. And I would always joke, like, listen for my screams. Cause we're very loud in L and D when we talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially when things go down, everyone's screaming like shoulder, get this. So yeah, she is, it's literally, it was like me or the floor. So I ended up delivering her and the baby had a nuchal and a body cord. Oh and my gosh. Yeah. So this is one of those times I was really glad that I went through some of these like advanced courses that we were able to take. Um, I don't know why it's slipping my mind. Oh, POEP and stable because yeah. I couldn't reduce the cord and you'll see the doctors, whenever they deliver, they stop. When the head comes out, they check if they can reduce the cord. If not, they try to deliver through it. And it was a tight nuchal cord. Mm. Um, I ended up having to do a somersault. So I had to essentially like flip the baby towards following the way it comes out. I'm trying to imagine it. <laughs> um, and like unravel the baby. And by the time the doctors came down, I mean, the, ba- I mean, the baby was out. But yeah, I felt so bad for my orientee because it was just crazy. And then wow. um, I didn't even get to touch my coffee that morning. I remember that's the first thing I thought. I was like, my coffee's cold now. Um, <laughs> I just delivered I, a baby by myself. 
but my coffee's cold. I was like, man, I stopped by Starbucks and it was just sitting there. But it was pretty cool because we have this like book that we call the book of life and Mm -hmm. all the providers document their deliveries in there. So I got to put my name in it. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was that's really neat. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, I now I feel comfortable to say, like, you know, about delivering a baby. The mom was so Mm. sweet. I also feel bad. She was by herself. Um, It was just me and her. (laughs) (laughs) What a neat experience, though. I feel like those those are the type of things that, like, I always used to wonder when, you know, I was in the OR rooms, like, with the NICU team, and dad would be there, like, snapping pictures with his phone, you know, and I'm just like, I wonder how many baby books I'm in at this point. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, right? Oh. I know. I can't even imagine. Just feel like <laughs> I probably look crazy if I wasn't any of them. <laughs> I'm probably glaring above my mask. Like I probably am very intense and focused. Oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, that was it. And you know how our pediatricians who come to the deliveries come with the NICU team. So mm-hmm. whenever I circulate in the ORs, the attendings would be like, Garces, why are you over there? And I was like, I'm not with you. I'm in labor because they would think it'd be Sarah. And I was like, yes. it's not me. I'm not catching <laughs> the baby. <laughs> I'm circulating. They're like, wrong twin, wrong twin. You know, like, especially with the masks and like we look similar enough. So they'd just be so, I feel bad. <laughs> They'll be so confused. I was like, I'm not, I'm not with you. Please don't, please don't tap me in. <laughs> That's so funny. So, Sarah, you're with you're with pediatrics. I'm with peds. Yes. Okay. Pick you or just peds. Peds. Teen I shouldn't peds. say. I shouldn't say just peds. There is nothing just about being a pediatric nurse. Oh no, that is okay. Same question. What's one of your like crazier experiences on your shift? Oh man, I feel like every day is so crazy that it. I I just can't even pick one. I think one of the weirdest things that we saw that maybe patient was here for like two weeks is she had swallowed 32 magnets and it was like <gasps> all magnetized in her bowel and like, you know, ripping through it and stuff. And oh so my God. that was that was just awful. I think it just makes me very nervous for whenever I'm a mom to not like because kids will put anything in their mouth. Yeah. Like, laundry detergent pods like pills just the most random things that I would never think of and I think the ingestion ones are just freaky and they're so different every time mm-hmm. yeah Mm-mm. oh my god no. magnets <gasps> magnets keep the magnets away from the little humans they will eat it that oh. is that is the best advice given out on this podcast <laughs> yes you don't <laughs> take anything else away from this podcast magnets away from the little humans yes especially those little um ones that you can like say words or something on your fridge you know like yes. those things yeah oh my gosh oh I'm just thinking about all of the <laughs> just going in my mm. head okay we have perforations we have like GI bleeds we have... yes <laughs> all oh of my the god things. all of the things I cannot believe the holidays are almost here. Where the heck did 2020 go? It's been a strange, stressful year to say the least. Why not gift your family and friends something that is guaranteed to relieve some stress on their feet and put a little jingle in their steps? Yes, I am talking socks, and I want you to gift your people socks. 
because we don't treat our feet very well and all they do is support us all day long. Features are hands down the best, most comfy and supportive sock I've ever slipped over my dainty little feet. I have super high arches and these socks are engineered with zone-specific compression. They're super customizable and come in different levels of cushion and ankle height. I love ankle socks and these just don't slip. I can walk six miles and my feature socks are still where they should be. You can get $10 off your first pair of features just in time for the holidays. Use promo code WOMED at features.com for $10 off your first pair. That's features, F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S dot com and use promo code WOMED. Okay, so did you guys used to work at the same, you, you worked at the same hospital together? Yes. Yes. So we did ROTC, um, which is like the Navy Reserve Officer Training Corps. It's essentially a commissioning source to become an officer. So there are different like ways to become officers in the Navy. You can go through like an ODS type boot camp. You can do the academies like the Naval Academy or West Point, or you can do ROTC, which is what we did. So it kind of goes hand in hand with your college experience. So we were just normal college humans, but at the same time, we also woke up really early and we went to Northwestern University for our ROTC training program. So we would learn about like military history, customs and bearings, all things Navy, like prepping us to be officers. Mm -hmm. So after four years, we graduated with our BSN and we received our commission into the United States Navy the same day. Um, and that's where it kind of all started. So four years of training, and then now we're nearing four years of, you know, active duty service on my end. And yeah, we got stationed together for our first duty station. You don't really get a pick where you go. You have preferences. So Jenna and I wanted to do a big hospital to get the experiences and see all the different specialties. So we went to Portsmouth, Virginia for our first duty station. That's so cool. I'm I'm so blown away by the whole like Navy nurse thing on its own. And then like, you both went and did it because I've only worked with one Navy nurse in my life. Ooh. And it just was, I was like, I'm like, like, tell me about your life. Like, um, like, so are you guys active, still on active duty then? Like, could you guys be like called off, you know, if something happened and have to go be nurses on a ship or <laughs> yes and yes so of me Sarah I am active duty still and Jenna just separated so she's not but she was but Jenna Jenna deployed oh yeah <laughs> um yeah where did you go so 2017 I don't know if you remember Hurricane Maria it mm -hmm. hit Puerto Rico pretty badly and that was the year a couple, it was, I think it was like two months after we graduated commission past our NCLEX. So brand new nurses. We just started our nurse residency program in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, like when you're in the Navy and you're serving, you can be called up at any time to go, you know, anywhere they need you. Um, and they lead, needed a lot of nurses um, to deploy down there on the comfort because we have two hospital ships. The Mercy um, is over here in San Diego and the Comfort is in Virginia. So I was given a six hour notice. I remember walking into work that day 
And then they were choosing people to go. And of course, I was thrilled to go. But yeah, I remember my mom was visiting. And it's so funny because she was a Navy nurse. So I was texting her while I'm at work, getting all this stuff done because you have to prep, make sure, mm-hmm. sure you're up to date with your vaccinations, um, make sure you're deployable. And she was packing my sea bag, which is those big green bags you see the military carry around um, yeah. for me to take on the ship with me. And that was all I was going to have with me. So I think I had like two sets of uniforms, um, you know, some toiletries. And then I checked in that night and then we left the next day for nearly three months. Yeah, it was a great experience. And it was pretty cool because we got to see, well, I got to see a lot of, it was my first real nursing experience. Yeah. And I actually, oddly enough, I worked in um, the med surge unit with all males. So it's so funny because I ended up working in labor and delivery with primarily healthy people. Yeah. Completely opposite all females. So (laughs) that's so wild. Yeah. I just can't imagine just like living and being on a ship like that. Like I loved it. I, I tell people, I mean, you can go stir crazy, but it's like, you're so cut off from the rest of the world. You really just focus on, you know, work. And I love the sailors I deployed with. And then you realize how much time you have when you're not distracted by like social media or things like that, because you don't have that. So every morning I would wake up at like three or 4 a.m. workout because we had a gym on the ship. I would go to the chow hall, eat, we would muster, and then we would work our 12 hour shifts. The only thing different about what you're saying <laughs> um, and being on The Bachelor <laughs> is that you, you would have had to do that mic <laughs> Oh, oh my. my gosh. You have to wake up early in The Bachelor? Well, I mean, it's, late, it's right? not necessarily. You're usually going to bed when the sun is coming up and then they wake you oh. up at like seven. Oh, my goodness. See, uh, not every day. I should I shouldn't say like not every day, but right. Yeah. You're like cut off from the world. Like, yeah. thrown into this, you know, no social vibe. media. No. Um, the same people every day mm-hmm. so yeah no that's so Wait, fun. <laughs> are you watching this current season <laughs> yes I am <laughs> okay yep okay good 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 just making sure we're all on the same page because we are too we could talk about that later but I love Tasha. me too we'll just She's get that later. I yeah. love her she's so cute love her But yeah, circling back another, that's the thing I think people don't know about Navy nursing is that Navy nurses deploy on humanitarian aid and disaster relief efforts. Like Jenna was talking about, like very, very unplanned things. So like we also sent um, nurses out to New York city when COVID was really bad or or LA. So we're, we're helping internally the U S we're also helping other like countries and we'll go around and like um, just partner with other nations and really like it's it's a great mission set I think which you wouldn't think of when you think of the military and the navy but um yeah it's fun I think that's very rewarding I think that's Mm -hmm. really amazing and I I kind of wish I would have you know thought about that a little bit more I think I was just so nervous about school in general and I'm I'm not an athlete and I think I had it in my head like you have to be like really really fit um everyone thinks that and I'm like you know you I mean decently I think uh, you know we have to take a uh physical training test but yeah you don't I mean 
I don't think you have to be crazy athletic. I think it is funny because a lot of people be like, I don't think I will be able to pass the test. I'm like, you will pass the test. That is the least of your worries. (laughs) (laughs) So you said your mom was a Navy nurse. Um, (laughs) Did she kind of guide you and like steer you into that path? So, so funny enough, they like our parents. So our parents, we come from a military family. My dad was an army artillery officer and my mom was Navy nurse. And our grandpa was um, in the Navy, uh, retired after like 30 years, but they didn't really push us or like tell us to go to the Navy. It was just something that I think, again, like nursing, we're just naturally drawn to. It wasn't like this set decision, like I'm going to join the Navy. It was just like this kind of understood like, oh, I want to be a nurse and I also want to serve. So that's like the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, But it was, it was really nice having her as like, kind of a resource like so she started as navy nurse in the hospital that i'm currently working at in um, naval medical center san diego which is so awesome it comes full circle i'm working with the nicu attendings that she trained with and nurses that she worked with and it's just it's a small navy and it's a really small family so it's it's pretty cool they used to babysit us. I remember I went to the hospital and one of the attendings she worked with came up to me and he's like, I used to babysit you, uh, Donna. And I was like, uh, sir, I'm I'm an officer now. <laughs> uh, I was like, um, you will address me as such. I know. Yes. I, was like, I was like, oh, because he knew me when I was like a baby. It's just so yeah. funny. Yeah, it's crazy that Sarah works there now too. So I'm just thinking, because I know, you know, the military, Navy, Army has gone through so many changes, especially since allowing, you know, women and stuff to join. I Have you talked to your mom at all, like, about are things different now than they were when she was in the Navy? Yes. I I think when she was in the Navy, she said there were, like, hard, there were very few females. It was, a, like... M- mostly dom- male dominated profession which the military generally still is but now there's it's a little more there are more females especially in officer positions so that demographic is slightly shifting but yeah to put it in perspective when my grandpa when our grandpa was in the navy filipinos weren't allowed to be officers we weren't we weren't allowed to be like a higher rank so things are definitely changing for the better but yeah so my mom was kind of like that front frontline woman leading the way breaking glass ceilings oh I love that yeah that's really amazing girl power I love girl power yes we're here for it (laughs) you were saying that the navy likes you to be cross-trained a lot so how much say do they have in like your residency programs then so you have your nursing clinicals, you graduate from nursing school. Then once you've passed your boards and stuff and you're in the Navy, do they do like another set of training with you? Yes. Great question. Because um, when we got to our hospital, they had a nurse residency program, which is was about six months. But I think it was different in other traditional nurse residency programs that are becoming increasingly popular around the country in that we rotated through different specialties, different wards every week. So it was it was good because we're able to get a feel for different um, specialties and also get a feel for the different people that work there and make sure we work well with them. And so I think that was very helpful. And we also had free and round. So there was 
you know, that little buffer before we started as full nurses and after we took our boards. Um, as for choosing our specialty in the Navy, it's a really weird concept, I think, first to explain to civilians, but we don't, we also don't get a choice, which I think is part of serving and sacrificing is like, we only get to say what we would like to do. So I said, I would like to do feeds. We have a dream sheet. My sister said she would like to do labor and delivery. And as best as possible, they try to accommodate that. But at the end of the day, it's always what they say is needs of the Navy. And, you know, just sometimes that isn't possible. And for a lot of my peers, that wasn't possible for them to start off where they wanted to. Whereas if you're a civilian, you can turn down a job or look somewhere else or kind of wait. We don't have that, that kind of agency because we, you know, raise the right hand and we're serving, I mean, in a different way. Mm -hmm. Wow. So what is it like leaving the Navy? Like, are so you, weird. <laughs> yeah. I, do you have to give like so many years, like for them to pay student loans or something like that? Or are you just like, okay, well, I feel like I'm done now and I'm going to, I'm going to step on out. Kind of both. Fine. Right. Because, because we received a scholarship, we owed a certain amount of years active duty. And then anytime on after that, you can sign on to and go to a different duty station. So you usually serve about two to three years at each duty station. So that's why we were in Virginia for like three and a half years. And then I separated. But yeah, it is it is interesting because I just started my new job and I was uh, shadow, well, I was training with one of the other nurses and I was asking her questions and I forgot. I was like, so how, how does this whole clogging in thing work? Because we never clocked in in the military. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, do, you, do they actually, is it like, you know, it, they go by each like minute or hour. And I keep forgetting because when you're in the Navy, you're in the military, like, you know, they have all your time. Yeah. You know, if they need extra, you to come in extra, you'll come in extra. So yeah, there's just like funny nuances I'm noticing working as a civilian now but you know it's all good things yeah it's just interesting to me so so different oh my gosh I cannot imagine that is true we don't clock in yeah I yeah know, concept of clocking in <laughs> she was like oh you just you just clock in I was like oh okay <laughs> wow so what are you guys working on outside of nursing now our FNP <laughs> Yep. <laughs> we have four more classes left and we are finally seeing the light. It's been rough, especially with COVID, but we're kind of in that clinical. We're going to start clinicals here in the next new year. We're really excited about it. It's just something we're kind of balancing on our off time. That's amazing. So you're going to be nurse practitioners with your own aesthetic clinic. Yes, that's the goal. I, I'm just, I'm so impressed with you guys. I think that's amazing. I I wish now, like looking back that I would have, you know, maybe taken that step to go back to school and maybe advance my degree. Um, but I was always just so happy as a bedside nurse, you know, and for a long time, I didn't really, you know, I just kind of stayed in my box and didn't really think there was that much else that was offered. Like I knew I could be a nurse practitioner, but I was like, uh, mm. but like, what am I going to do with it? 
And there's just such a huge world that you can do, especially with like an FMP or just your your nurse practitioner degree. Right. So true. I think that's why we picked FNP stands like maybe PNP or Women's Health or Midwifery when we were talking about it like two years ago when we started because FNP is just so versatile. Like you mm-hmm. can do so many things except, except NICU, obviously you need right. to be an NNP. Yeah. Those little humans are very specific, but yeah, very I like the versatility. <laughs> right. And honestly, I tell people, it's like, I don't know if I had, I really, if I can only pick one thing to do inpatient, it would be L&D, but I didn't see it as a forever kind of thing, which is okay. And my mom, who is still a NICU nurse and she loves it. I I was always so inspired by how passionate she is. Like she's Mm -hmm. off for two weeks. She went in yesterday. She was supposed to go in for only four hours to do pick lines because she's amazing at them so she <laughs> went in for eight she stayed for eight hours because she loves it that much and I was like I always want to find something like that for myself yeah so when you say that like, that is amazing like to have that passion I always think okay well like I feel like I'm now I'm getting close to it and I'm on the path now working in aesthetics but mm-hmm. yeah I've always admired that especially in NICU so my mom was always trying to convince me she's like just be NICU you'll love it and I'm like I don't know if I can I'm so yeah. loud they don't like me. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. A lot of units do have sound meters in them. Uh, I know. No way. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. I didn't because know that. It, it's so, they're so sensitive to light and noise. Oh. I mean, like if they're like overstimulated t- too much, I mean, you can trigger a blank, a, a blank. Right, oh a brain gosh, I bleed. Be, I would be a hazard. I would be a hazard because I'm so used to L and D and like loud and screaming and and you're cheering moms on. Yeah, I'm yeah. yelling like keep pushing, and then I go to Nikki and I'm like, okay, Jenna, like be quiet. The babies are trying to bake a little bit, like so. Yeah, no, Jenna, that's a hard pass for you. That's no I know. Go. <laughs> me to be a nurse. She wanted me to be a Nikki nurse. Like I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I I love listening to your dynamic, but how how is the twin dynamic? We're very different people, like in college, we're in different sororities, but we're also the same, very similar at the same time. Um, we fight like sisters, but then we'll like make up five minutes later and like not even think about it. And I mm-hmm. think it's just literally having someone from day one or like day of conception, whatever, like (laughs) like that's a different type of bond. Like we're like built-in best friends. We always joke we're each other's womb mates, like roommates and womb mates. I love that. We're so close. And I I think it's nice because we're each other's hype woman because there's like I feel like there's nothing we can't do. I'm like, oh we should like I should, you know, start, you know, doing a blog or doing something on the social or going to FMP school. And we're always like telling each other, oh, of course you can do that. Like, and I think that's why in our social media presence, we try to be that for other people because not everyone necessarily has that person <laughs> in their corner. But I think it's, um, I can't imagine not being a twin. I know. I really, it's I don't know. Weird. I was having that existential crisis the other day thinking about it. Like, who am I without you? <laughs> 
I'm no like, one. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm no one. I know. Yeah. I just, I always say we're two sides of the same coin. Oh. And Sarah's more, a little more headstrong. Like she's always been a little braver. And she, I would say she's my ultimate hype woman. Like, and we don't, people ask us if we're always like competitive with each other, but I've never seen it that way. We always push each other to be our best. And like, I don't care if I'm number two, as long as I say it's her, that's number one. So um, yeah, and that's why we've definitely encouraged that. And I think nowadays, I was just talking to someone about this with social media and the comparison game. Mm-hmm. It's really hard on people, but it doesn't really get Sarah and I down, I think, because we've been so used to being compared our whole lives that we've had to really hone in on our individuality. Mm-hmm. and know our worth and our uniqueness even though people look at us like oh you're both nurses you both do this like you're the same and but, you know it yeah it it really taught us a lot and I think that's one of the ways we're able to help each other and you know hopefully inspire other people to just go after it so yeah we love being twins I can't imagine I can't imagine anything else so that's so so sweet I never had a sister I always wanted one and I got I got a little brother instead, but he's he's still my best friend. Oh, I love that. <laughs> he has promised that we will be each other's like best person. Like he'll be my man of honor, and I'll be his like I guess best person or something. Oh, his best. Oh woman. my gosh! Yeah, it oh, was supposed to happen. Well, he's just recently divorced. Uh, well, not too recently. He's it's a good thing. It's a really good oh, thing. Oh, good. Good. Um, <laughs> she, she wasn't going to, she didn't let me be his stand up on his side. <gasps> no. Yeah. No. Red Not flag. Porch mm-hmm. tat. Yeah. She also had to use all of Ian's friends to be on, <laughs> to stand up on her side. She Isn't that a red flag? Oh my yeah, gosh. There were plenty oh of them. Gosh. It's oh, fine man. though. It's fine. She's out of our lives and I couldn't be more grateful. Yay. And you know what? Even if she hears this, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. But sorry, that's not very like sisterly, but I'm really excited for him to like kind of grow and whoever he, well, he is seeing someone now and she sounds pretty awesome, but I digress. That was a total tangent, but where I was going with it was, A, I feel like you both look different. Like, I feel like I can tell you apart, but like we haven't, like like in photos and stuff, but we haven't spoken enough for me to differentiate, <laughs> like who is, <laughs> but I can hear it in your voices now, obviously after this, but thinking about nursing school, I would just, I it was it was so difficult, you know, but I can't I imagine it, it was so much nicer to have, you know, your personal champion, you know, through that. Yes, because nursing school can be very competitive. Yes. Oh, my so God. It's nice to have like just that, you know, that person, that study buddy. And it it was really awesome. We would also. We were also enablers though, because remember we would, we lived together and I'd be napping or you'd be napping. And then the other one would be like, okay, it's nap time. <laughs> so we'd be napping like, all the time. 
We're like, yeah, we don't need to study right now. It's okay. Self-care. I know. We're like, let's just both sleep at 1 p.m. And then you stay up until 3 a.m. making games studying. And then you go and take your tests. Exactly. That's how college works. Yes. Definitely. (laughs) Nursing school in a nutshell. I know. We were we were the ones who would like show up late with Starbucks to class. (laughs) That was us. You know the dynamic of like who's who in nursing school? That was us. (laughs) We went with our Starbucks show up late after our naps. Hey. So nursing school is that difficult. You have we would be studying. Sometimes it was because we were studying on our own mm-hmm. rather than going to class. Because yeah, it's balanced. We made it. Never want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. No. What okay, just to close it out, what is the most annoying thing people ask you about being twins? Oh my goodness. <sighs> oh. I don't like that. Can you read each other's minds? Or like if I pinch you, will she feel it? Because I'm like, I will hurt you. Yeah. Like if you hurt me, I will hurt you. (laughs) Um Yeah. People ask me. I think it's the either do you guys ever this was a weird question. I always felt was weird, like have the same taste in guys. I was just like, ew, no. Even was, watching The Bachelor, we don't. I know. Like, we're, we're, like, we're in polar opposites. She's like, I'm like, oh, that guy's so cute. And she's like, ew. I'm like, no. Totally. I'm like, oh my gosh, Chasen is so cute. And she was like, ew, no. Like, we just have completely different types all the time. Right. I know. I, I, Yeah, not even a thought or the, I don't know, when people think we're the exact same person. And I'm just like, but we're not. Even, <laughs> even at the figs retreat, you could tell us apart and we had like met only the year prior so I'm like if she can tell us apart after not seeing us for a year then people who work with us every day should get their stuff together (laughs) (laughs) I know Sarah knows when they're my friends because they go up and hug her and she texts me and be like one of your friends just hugged me and we usually just let it fly because we don't want to embarrass the person so I'll just be they'll be like Sarah and I'm like oh hey you (laughs) you're so nice (laughs) I know because I was like I don't want to make them feel bad or they right. confused. Oh, yeah my. that's so funny <laughs> I I can't imagine what life would be like with a twin um, ever except for when <laughs> your clothes are missing you but you know where they are <laughs> yeah my closet that's no. that's a given that's a given the <laughs> thing Okay, one last thing. What advice do you guys have for anyone considering a career in Navy nursing or going that route to, you know, to help with uh, student loans or or anything like that? Uh, We get this question all the time. So I would say talk to your local recruiter and look into the different Navy like nursing commissioning programs, whether it be NCP, ROTC, or like the direct accession. Recruiters will know a lot more about that. But yeah, I get a lot of messages all the time about how to get into Navy nursing. So just talk to your local recruiter because they will direct you. And yeah, if they do help with tuition, um, they paid full ride for both of our nursing schools, which school is not cheap nowadays. So definitely is helpful. (laughs) For real. (laughs) 
And I would say, because I get a lot of questions from people who are not sure if they want to join, but they're interested for the reasons that we've talked about, like being able to deploy, travel. I would just think really hard if, you know, the lifestyle is for you because it is a big commitment, but it's so rewarding um, and it's such a unique experience. So definitely always encourage it. Yeah. And of course, people can always ask us, but now I'll just refer them to this podcast if they want to hear about it. No, that's great. I love I love that that's a resource. Uh, where can you be found on the socials? So I can be found on my Instagram at v.nurse.sarah and Jenna. Um, yep, I'm on IG, the nurse Jenna. No um, dots. No dots. <laughs> no dots. Two ends. Yes. Awesome. Well, you guys, thank you so much for making time today to speak with me. Um, I've been wanting to get you guys on the pod for a while just because, you know, I mean, y'all are twin nurses and <laughs> you were Yay. both in the Navy. And I just think I was like, it's like two scoops of awesomeness. So Aww. thanks. We love you. Oh, I love you guys, too. I hope I get to see you guys again soon. Huge thank you again to nurses Jenna and Sarah for coming on the pod and sharing their journeys and plans. The twin energy is strong and empowering, and I'm here for it. Make sure to follow along with Sarah at the.nurse.sarah and Jenna at thenursejenna, both on Instagram. If you have a moment, make sure you're subscribed to the WOMED so you never miss an episode. Leave some love in the WOMED DMs at the WOMED. And thanks so much for tuning in week after week. Until next time, WOMED out.